Hello, everyone, and welcome to Show Hoppers. Today we are covering Ozark Season 4, Part 2. All seven episodes rolled into one in our recap podcast. I am Mr. Sal, high school science teacher who loves Ozark, is happy to have completed the set by watching every episode. And I am here with my co host, the greatest podcaster in the history of podcasts, a giant amongst ants. The seer of series, my former student, Kurt. Hello, Kurt. Hi, everyone. How are you, how are you all doing? I'm glad to be here. Thank they you for having they, me on, Mr. So. They said they're doing well. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Just <laughs> <laughs> talked out loud. Like, oh, thank you, Kurt. <laughs> I have to say, that intro would sound a lot better if... Mr. Sauer at the end instead of Kurt. Mm, but. Well, maybe if you're better at drafting, we'll have to see. Maybe, maybe. Maybe the future will be bear more fruit for you, Mr. Sal. But for now, we're living in Kurt's timeline. Hey, we're, we're tied in our Better Call Saul uh, re- recognition race. So Yeah, riveting tie. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. All right. So, folks, I, I'm sure at this point in the history of Showhoppers, you know how these recaps work. But Just to refresh your memory, we will be running through the episodes one by one, starting with our number seven episode of the season. I will talk about mine for two minutes, and then Kurt will talk about his number seven for two minutes, and we'll move up the ladder until we get to number one. How's that sound to you, Kurt? That sounds great to me, Mr. Sal. Who goes first? Well, you went first for part one of season four, so I will go first for part two of season four. That sounds square to me, then. Are you ready, Mr. Sal? I suppose I am. Okay, ready, set, go. My number seven is episode seven, A Hard Way to Go, the series finale. It's the only episode in this half of the season that I did not give a perfect 10 out of 10. I gave this one a nine out of 10. And really the only reason that I give this a nine out of 10 is because of the car crash that happened way back in episode one, I suppose I should say this. I called this episode seven. This is really episode 14. But way back in episode one, we had that car crash. It spoiled a lot of tension along the way. And the payoff in this episode, not spectacular. Not spectacular. Basically amounted to Wendy gaining a feeling of invincibility. And uh, that emboldened her to do some pretty bold things i suppose <laughs> but uh it is still a great episode i do love it i i love the 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 very end with the with mel showing up i love what happened with camilla and ruth so i love the episode just the car takes it down a notch i'll stop wow 108 <laughs> what i had so much more time oh no you basically just talked about the one bad thing of the episode I and, well, I know. Oh, that's so. I, I wanted to talk more about the good stuff, but I was like, I'm running out of time. My internal clock is very off right now. Uh, I'll blame this. I'll, 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 blame, I'll blame daylight savings. What is daylight savings? It's already happened, Kurt. Huh? I never knew. <laughs> We're in it. We're in it right now. We've been in it for a couple of months. I forget when it's like on and off. I, I think it's uh, end of March, beginning of April. We set the clock oh forward. yeah okay well i'm ready now mr sal <laughs> <laughs> well i hope i you want have my more. turn yeah all right all right ready set go 
my seventh ranked episode for this half season, 14th episode of season four. Also, a hard way out. Not a hard way out. A hard way to go. <laughs> that too. Yeah, I gave it an eight out of 10, not a nine out of 10 like Mr. Sal. I have a similar complaint, obviously, the van scene. I don't know anyone that liked the van scene. So I don't know how they liked the vans. I don't know. I don't know how the van scene got approved. <laughs> I want I want to know who approved the van scene. But anyway. Um, yeah, didn't like that. That gate lost at a point. But another reason I lost a point was because I felt like this was a great season finale. This is a great episode of Ozark, but it's a great season finale, not a great series finale. I just feel like they left a lot of things open to interpretation, and it felt like they were trying to preserve the world they built, which is fine, but they could have preserved the world without leaving so many questions, like showing Mel at the very end, and then Jonah comes in and you know now roots that on, all, just all that stuff. But besides those two complaints, this is a very great episode. I feel sad I have to give it an 8 out of 10, but it's the principle of it. I have to do it, right? It's my duty to do such. Um, but no, besides that, I love what they did. Uh, redeeming Wendy, right? Some might not fully believe in her redemption. That's fine. I'm, I'm skeptical myself, but I enjoy it nonetheless. Uh, Ruth's death and how Marty is now kind of in a way, the cause of Ruth's death by not doing anything. He doesn't want to risk it all. And Ruth dying, fitting. And yeah, it's great. So I'll end my time there. 134. Wow, I had more time. We than are I thought running as well. short. We're <laughs> running short. I, I just, I just want to push back a little bit on the Wendy redemption story there because I, she went through all the steps. You know, she mm-hmm. had her contrition and her confession, her absolution, her penance, but where she ultimately landed was not redemption. I don't think. I, 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 think. I, I think redemption in terms of the birds for the family. Oh, she, well, she no. still doesn't care for Mel, right? And obviously, you know, you can, the, the, the tone of how it ends is still mm-hmm. kind of the way Wendy is. But for example, she seems to have met peace with Ruth and she wants to try to save Ruth. Marty's the one that doesn't want to try and save Ruth. He doesn't want to risk it at that point. But mm. Wendy tries to scheme of ways. Oh, we, we could, you know, call that number Navarro gave us, uh, call the head off on Navarro, blah, blah, blah. Take out Camilla, save Ruth. But uh, yeah, so I, I, you know, Wendy from an episode or two ago would not be trying to save Ruth. Uh, yeah, maybe not. You so. may be right. I mean, there's, there's definitely some interesting story arc going on with Wendy here, but uh, I, I don't know if I'd call Maybe not redemption. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's she's got a big a big grin on her face when Jonah comes out with the shotgun. <laughs> I mean, she's excited to see her son kill this guy. <laughs> I don't know, but um, I will also not right now. I'll, I'll I'll save it until my my summative essay at the end of this podcast. So yeah, stay tuned. Stay tuned for that, folks. I'm going to. Uh, give you my uh, my closing remarks on ozark at the end of the episode but uh i will push back a little bit on your uh dinging it a point for being more like a season finale than a series finale so but i'm, I'm gonna save it for that i don't want to i don't want to spoil my essay <laughs> well we'll have to see to that i'm very excited for your essay oh i'm uh, glad you are what uh what ranking are we to now though uh, you know what? I, I don't think we ever announced that the first one we were on <laughs> was number seven, but now we are on to number six. Ah, there we are. Yes. Number six. All right. You ready? Oh, yeah. Hit me. Go. 
uh, my sixth favorite episode of this half season. Uh, ninth episode of the total season. Gave it a nine out of ten. Pick a God and pray. It's a good episode. It just had a hard act to follow. <laughs> that's a that's one thing to say. I guess we'll talk about that later. Uh, and besides later. that, yeah, much later. <laughs> and it's it's a good episode. I mean, I gave it nine out of ten. It's not like I disliked it. It's just not as great as the previous episode, and it's a bit of recouping from the last episode and setting up the next episode, right? So you know, uh, Javi's no more. This is really stressful. They go to the FBI, all this other stuff. And, you know, they kind of decide at the end that, okay, we're sending Marty. Marty's going to Mexico. Um, there are still some really interesting stuff in the episode, like Wendy basically gambling it all. Maybe they sort of titled the episode All In because she didn't gamble her family life by just luring Navarro into, you know, Navarro threatened to kill her and her family. And Wendy still helped him out despite that. So. You know, Wendy did go all in there. Would be a great title for that. And I think this is when Claire and Ruth make their heroin deal. Uh, I think uh, despite Wendy's attempts. So uh, all in all, like it's a good episode. I enjoyed the episode, but it's not like the best episode. The episodes in the season are really great and it does not match up compared to those. So there you go. And my, oh, before I formally end it, I want to say I did like Father Benitez, though. Glad to see him in the episode. That's it. I end my time. One forty-one. Yeah. Okay. I don't want to All leave right. Father Benitez. He was. Got to got to shoe hammer Father Benitez and wherever you can. Yeah, I'll, I'll miss the man. So. i me too. <laughs> I, I I'm sad that we only got half a season of him. <laughs> yeah, he was he was an interesting character. Well, I, I was... mean, I guess he was technically in the whole season, but. He's <laughs> in the room. <laughs> Yep. Okay. Well, are you you ready there, Mr. Sale? I am ready. Okay. Ready, set, go. My number six rated episode of this last half of Ozark is episode 12, Trouble the Water. This is an episode, and, and by the way, every episode from this point forward, I gave a 10 out of 10. Originally, I had given this episode a 9 out of 10, but after discussing it for a while, I ended up bumping it up to a 10 out of 10. I think I originally gave it a nine out of 10 because I was a little down on the, the amount of Nathan we were getting and the lack of cartel we got in this episode, because I think there's really only one scene with Omar and Camilla in, in the jail. Uh, and it's not, it's more just like, you know, Marty and Wendy are worried that he's going to be mad and then he's mad. So, but, uh, but it, does, it didn't matter because there was so much other great stuff in this episode that I ended up bumping this up to a 10. Uh, my favorite part of the episode was Mel's conflict about whether to take his job in the Chicago Police Department back, or which, which would be what he always wanted, but it would be a severe moral compromise for him. Or he could take the moral high road and reject the offer and bring down the birds. Uh, I mean, he goes through all of, all of the rationalization on both ends and ultimately walks away. But we'll, we'll, we'll see Mel again later. Actually, we already did in a hard way to go. <laughs> but uh, so that was great. So many rel great religious notes in here. Mel talking about his higher power, Sam's baptism, Maya's uh, a threat to the birds, uh, Wendy's showing contrition. She just begs her father for forgiveness. Uh, and Ruth getting actual absolution getting her record expunged um and the goat 
this is where uh, Ruth leaves the goat with Jonah. So uh, great, great episode. I love this stuff. So I'll stop there. 153. Hey, all right. Now we're back in business. Take it a bit long there, Mr. Sal, but you know, as long as you, you say your thoughts, by all means. No, I mean, that that was perfect. That was almost perfect. It was not perfect. It was, okay. It was six seconds off from being perfect. Six, seven. Yeah. I know it was seven, but seven would, you would have called it and I would have been done, but you would have said, no, no, it doesn't count because <laughs> you got to say, you got to say, I end my time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I have some stuff to say on that episode, but I'm I'm sure you have some stuff to say on the episode I talked about. I do. And I'm ready to move on to my number five. All right. All right. Well, ready, set, go. My number five rated episode is episode nine, Pick a God and Pray. And this is another episode that I actually had given a nine to, but if, upon further discussion and and thought I bumped it up to a 10 and, and really, I mean, everything Kurt said, fine. I I don't really have too much uh, that I want to say in rebuttal to that. The only thing that the, the, where I want to focus though, is on that father Benitez scene, because this is the setup for the entire rest of the season. I mean, this is where we get the whole theme laid out. Peace comes from peace. You can't find your own peace. Peace comes from contrition, confession, absolution and penance and we see those themes play out in the whole rest of the season of the series and and it's the first as far as i can remember this is the first time this has happened in ozark where they laid out a theme early and stuck to it right to the end uh and so i got i have to give a lot of credit to this episode for getting the ball rolling on that so i I, i'm not uh i'm not as down on it as i originally was Uh, there's some other you know, good stuff here that Wyatt's funeral happens in this episode, uh, which is certainly uh, kind of heartbreaking, but, um, but I, I really lock on to that father Benitez stuff that, that really uh, ended up being my favorite stuff in the episode. Um, and the idea of, of Marty going to Mexico was exciting because that was about to happen in the next episode. So, all right, I'll stop there. Okay. one thirty-seven. Yeah. All right. Well, are you ready? I Michelle hit me. Hit me. I will not literally, yeah, figuratively. Like start the timer. I meant by that. It would like, take oh. me a while to actually literally hit you. So you wouldn't I'll be able to out. You wouldn't be able to catch me. That's probably true. <laughs> okay, ready, set, go. Okay, my fifth ranked episode is Trouble the Water, Mister Sal's sixth, twelfth uh, episode of the season. I gave it a nine out of ten. My biggest complaint of why I didn't get a 10 out of 10, and it is a really good episode, is what Michelle talked about, and he, despite it, gave it a 10, but it was because the lack of the cartel in the episode that, you know, I wasn't the biggest fan of. Uh, but besides that, though, it is still yeah a really good episode. A lot of Marty and Wendy doing their wheeling and dealing. Uh, they mean, they, you know, there's one scene with Navarro. Okay, whatever. Uh, but yeah, I, this... This episode, I already kind of liked Mel. This episode made me love Mel. And I was so torn, and I really thought Mel wasn't going to take it, but he did end up taking it, which made me kind of love Mel even more in some other way. So, you know, I I love that. And what I love so much more is that Marty and Wendy, they don't want to give Schaefer this, you know, uh, machine rigging, uh, election rigging 
machines. Uh, you know, they're trying to get their children to stay with them. But by the end of it all, it didn't matter everything they did. They still have, as far as we know, seemingly have lost the kids by the kids' choice. So it was all for not everything they did, you know, giving up that stuff with Schaefer and Wendy even bends the knee. So it's 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 a low point for the birds heading in near the end of the season. So that was really good. Carson kind of ruined it a bit because kids aren't going to leave. But I, I loved that aspect of this episode. So it's a really good episode. I'll remember it for that as one of the new years for the birds. So I'll end it there. 144. Wow. So it, we've both talked about a hard yeah. way to go and trouble the water and pick a goddamn parade. Yeah. So uh, is there anything else that you want to say about any of those three episodes mm. or, or rebut at all? Uh, rebut. Hmm. <laughs> Rebuttals. I don't think so. I think I look. I I agree with you and everything you say. Like you liked the episodes more than I did. You gave them each a higher point rating than I did. Yes, I agree with you. Mm-hmm. I just feel that um, the negative of them is enough to lower it a rating. I know. So I wouldn't. I won't say I. Yeah, I won't say I disagree with you on anything. Okay. Do you disagree with me on something, Mister Sal? I mean, I, I your your negatives were essentially my negatives at first that I just got over. So <laughs> tell me, get over. Yeah, get, get over, over it, it, Kurt. Get, get over it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, basically, it's yes, tens so. here on out, Mister Sal. Tens here on out. Yes, for both of us. So, yeah, this is exciting. These are exciting times. So it's, we have a we have a different order shuffle orders shuffled around a bit but not too much this this next episode uh that i'm going to talk about not not you um is kind of the one we're off by the most on okay all right in that case are you ready to move on to number four i'm ready mr sal let me know ready set my fourth ranked episode of this half season is the 10th episode. I gave it a 10 out of 10. You're the boss, Marty. Take it away. Not actually the title, just you're the boss, but that is. I enjoy the episode immensely. Uh, first 10. I Before I even talk about the fact that Marty's in, I'll talk about it. Marty goes down to Mexico, obviously. He's got a, you know, they're trying to question his control. He even, you know, suspects the wrong person. Uh, Arturo even gets him killed eventually, uh, makes him do a false confessional, which is so great to see, you know, Marty trying to hold power. And it, it gave us question marks throughout the season of like, did Marty like having the power? It, you know, it, where are we going to go with the series from here forth? It, it made it really interesting, especially for later in the season of, you know, will Marty get the power again and so on and so forth. Uh, I do want to go back though and talk about the, the, introducing scene to this episode which is ben's the last of ben right ben being picked up by nelson and then ben's um i guess final moments that was really enjoyable to watch it was a bit long but i enjoyed it immensely so that was really good as well so uh all in all yeah great episode i thoroughly enjoyed the marty aspects meanwhile back uh, in the ozarks uh I try to remember even what happened. I was was this when Ruth tried getting the heroin out from the Darlene like house? Yes. There we go. So there you go. That's all. I end my I end my time. One forty one. There we go. 
Okay. So we'll see, we'll see if you want that, Mr. Sal. Well, not yet. It won't. <laughs> <laughs> well, then are you ready, Mr. Sal? I am ready for my number four. Okay. Then ready, set, go. My number four rated episode is episode 11, Pound of Flesh and Still Kicking. In fact, this kicks off a two-episode uh, streak of episodes that I'm going to talk about that are pretty Marty heavy. Uh, uh, Marty is not usually my favorite character in Ozark, but I just adore the work that Jason Bateman does in these this episode and the next one that I'll talk about. Uh, this is the episode where he comes back from Mexico uh, and he comes back a lot like you know, someone who's been in combat might come back home and, and uh, you know, reluctant to settle back into uh, a, more, a more calm life. He seems to have hated and loved being Omar Navarro simultaneously uh, and watching him grapple with that throughout the episode is really interesting. Uh, of course, this is also the episode where we get the return of Rachel and Wilkes, which are both very exciting uh, additions back into the series, especially Rachel. I did not expect to see Rachel again. And so the fact that we got these final four episodes uh, with her and in a pretty substantial role uh, was, was very cool. But the highlights of this episode to me were the two Marty scenes where he really shows his emotion. The, the first being when he uh, kind of breaks down and, 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 really opens up to Charlotte to the point of tears about how he just cannot stay ahead of Wendy. And she, she just undermines him at every turn. Uh, so you see the sadness, the, des the desperation, the despair there. Uh, and then in the end, the last scene, you see the rage and, and, and the anger when he gets out of his car that's stopped in traffic and beats the crap out of another motorist and uh, ends up in jail because of it. But I, I love seeing those two dichotomous sides of Marty. Uh, and those, those are the highlights of the episode to me. I'll stop. Oh, 159. Oh, <laughs> oh yes. Darn. Yes. That was good. That was good. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Thank you. Impressive. Yeah. Impressive. Oh, I appreciate that. Thank you. <sighs> One might call me the seer of series, even. No, 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 no. That's my title. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, let's not let's not be grabbing at that messiah in that fair and square. Very well. I knew who's gonna die. <laughs> anyway. know. Oh no. Okay. I, I'm ready to move on to number three. You're all set. Okay. Ready, set, go. My number three episode is episode 10, You're the Boss. Kurt already talked about it. Uh, love this episode. Uh, this is more Marty, a lot of Marty. Marty's in Mexico now. Marty is uh, playing Omar, but kind of, I don't know, uh, it conglomerizes it with, his, with, with Marty. So it's like Marty and Omar simultaneously. I love the scene where he has all the lieutenants around and Arturo challenges him. You know, you really, how, you, how do you think you're going to get Omar out of prison? And Marty says, because that's what I want. I wanted you guys to win the cartel war against the Lagunas cartel. And you did, because that's what I wanted. Now I want him out of prison. So I'm going to get him out of prison. Uh, I love that stuff. You, you can almost see Marty like barely breathing through the whole episode. It's very, very neat. Also very neat to see all the callbacks to... 
the uh, boss fight, which actually, now that I'm thinking about it, has boss in the title, just like this one. Holy cow. I never even thought about that. But boss fight back in season three when Marty got kidnapped down to Mexico. Uh, and then uh, he was tortured. He was fed, you know, the, the rice with the maggots. He was, you know, there were, there were a lot of the same camera shots that we see in this episode, You're the Boss. So he goes from a boss fight to You're the Boss. And it's, uh, you can see all the trauma creep up, especially when he has to inflict the punishment on those people and, and get that confession out of Arturo so he can do his penance and so forth. Uh, so yeah, this, this is, this is a great episode in keeping with the theme of the season. So I love it. I'll do, I'm done. Hey, 148. Okay. I did not realize that either <laughs> boss. Yeah. Fight, you're the boss. How cool is that? That's, that's a, that's markup for a good title. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, have to, we'll have to think about that. I but, know. Yeah. It's, it's at the time of watching that episode, you're the boss. It was arguably my favorite Marty episode. Yeah. Um, maybe was my favorite Marty episode. Keyword being was. Okay. Anyway. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. <laughs> All right. Uh, are you ready to talk about your number three, Kurt? I'm ready, Mr. Sal. Or do you have anything to say about you're the boss? Because we're done with talking about that otherwise. Uh no, I, I have nothing more to say about you're the boss. I guess uh, something I appreciated was it made they made it very like transparent to the viewer that um it seemed as though Camilla was the person that called the hit on Navarro. So mm-hmm. I guess I liked that. But I think I would have disliked it more at it. It looked like it was Arturo completely, and it was like, oh wait, no, it wasn't. It was Camilla. Like at least it was kind of apparent the whole time. So yeah, that was good. All right, then let's get on to your number three. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Set, set, go. Uh, my third favorite episode is the penultimate episode of this half season, Mud. I gave it a 10 out of 10, 13th episode. It's a really good episode. It is, I talked about how episode 12 was done at their Nadir. This is arguably them going further down into the Nadir, right? We got the hostile takeover, which... I'm loving the Ruth and Rachel combo wombo. They're they're doing great. Uh Camilla takes the deal. Um as just Wendy seems just to be doing everything and anything she can for her kids. She keeps visiting the psychiatric hospitals. She doesn't seem well. Uh they risk telling Camilla and it does pay off. So it looks like she'll agree to the FBI. Um, so I, I, I loved all that. Uh, Ruth's really caring about her record staying clean. That's another great aspect of the episode. And the way it ends with her not being able to keep the record clean is unfortunate. Uh, I also enjoy immensely Wendy and Nathan's, uh, relationship in this episode. Uh, when Wendy goes to visit him and we see how they are to each other. I also thoroughly enjoyed that so uh and even the ending for wendy where she puts herself in the hospital and she refuses to leave until marty fixes it so there you go i enjoyed it so there you go i end my time 139 thank you um you're welcome wonderful (laughs) okay all right it looks like we're on to number two okay are you ready kurt so i'm always ready for number two ready set 
my second favorite episode of the season is my favorite Marty episode of the season that I foreshadowed after your telling of you're the boss. It's pound of flesh and still kicking the 11th uh, episode of this half season or this season. Give it 10 out of 10. I love this episode and what it does for Marty because Marty has just gone through this very traumatic event in you're the boss with having to take out Arturo. It certainly bothered him what he had to do there. He comes back. He lies to Charlotte about it being all right. Eventually he opens up to Charlotte and constantly he seems to be from his point of view, trying to do what he thinks is best for the family and him and you know, just everyone in general. But Wendy just won't listen to him. It feels like if you are a Wendy hater, you'll love this episode. Or maybe you're frustrated by this episode because Wendy just keeps doing uh, what she wants to do. It feels like um, we get the return of Rachel. I love to see that. I love that meeting between Ruth, Rachel, Marty, Wendy, and Wendy just outright refuses to negotiate with them. That's wonderful. Uh, when Wendy and Camilla backstab Marty to put Camilla in charge of the Navarro cartel, I love that as well. Um, we even get that like short Rachel and Tuck scene that was enjoyable. It was like so many of these scenes are so great and they're so great for Marty, you know, that out of character Marty being so angry at what Wendy did, he beats up the person in this, um, in a fit of road rage. This is such a great episode, right? Bringing back Rachel for the last few episodes here. Just, um, yeah, this is a really great episode. And I really like what they did with Marty for this episode. So yeah, that's all. I had my time. 153. I think you want to say on this episode now, Mr. Selman, that we've both talked about it. This is our biggest difference episode. <laughs> you it's so we're only off I give it a second. Yeah. <laughs> we're only off on, two. Honestly, two, three, and four could be in any order for me. Really? I mean, oh, wow. Okay. My, my my one is clearly a one. Yeah. It's clearly my one. And five and six are clearly five and six. Uh, although those could be interchanged maybe as well. So so one is clearly one. Seven is clearly seven. <laughs> and Two, then, three, and four are kind of interchangeable. And five and six are kind of interchangeable for me. So I would so agree I that my list is basically the exact same. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, your, your two, three, and four are in a different order than mine, and your five and six are in a different order than mine. But <laughs> mine could be in the same order as yours, really. I mean, yeah. you know, one, one and seven are, are the anchors of this of this list, really. <laughs> but all right, I guess uh, I guess I'll, I'll I'll move on to my number two then. Always, Mister Sal, ready, set, go. My number two episode is episode thirteen, the penultimate episode, Mud. Despite the fact that this was really the nail in the coffin for for my uh, surviving <laughs> series, but but it's okay. I didn't mind because it was so good. I you know usually I write a few points to summarize at the end of the episode about why I liked it or why I didn't like it. And all I wrote for this one was I love everything about this episode except the fact that I'm down one to four and survive the series so really there's nothing i don't like about this episode i love the wendy stuff at the hospital where she's trying to check herself in and she can't do it initially but then after talking to father benitez and realizing the severity of her situation with her father she says if you don't let me stay here i'm going to kill my father and that gets her in uh i love that i, I love the rachel and ruth stuff i love the the idea that ruth 
she goes to to is it Robbie or Ronnie? I can never remember. Anyway, the, the acting sheriff who's probably going to become the sheriff, but she she goes to him and she confesses everything. There's the confession. He doesn't arrest her. There's the absolution. And she's he, she's had her record expunged. She's done her penance. She's she's shown contrition, and she gets back to her trailer. And Rachel has had to kill Nelson, and now it's all for nothing. Um, it's it's sad but i love it uh my favorite scene in the episode was when wendy went to see nathan and she 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 brings the carrot and the stick she brings the carrot she's got the bag of money a la cade uh and tries to bribe him to go away he thinks about it seriously thinks about it doesn't take it and then she just pushes the knife in and twists and twists and twists on the way out all about you know my mom knew that you cheated on her all this stuff to the point where she finally says Stop. i could have you killed. Stop. what that's Two it minutes. <laughs> no son of a gun oh no i had so much more to say all right <laughs> well, the, I'll, I'll allow you to go on if you wish to go on no no okay. Okay. these are the rules these are the Those rules, are the rules. We, i we guess didn't write them <laughs> we merely <laughs> we merely must stringently follow the the base rules we set forth like two years ago arbitrarily yes, yes. But, well but the, both of us have talked about mud at this point so it, it yeah you know just i don't know if there's nothing i don't like about that episode do you have another scene so, you wanted to get to uh yeah the only other one that i really wanted to talk to was when Camilla went to see Omar and, and she's, she's, you know, waxing poetic about, you know, her little buddy and everything else. And that's what triggers him to recognize yes. that she's the one. That, <laughs> yeah. That was really cool. Was really really good. Hey, oh yeah. We get the payoff for the final episode where he's like, Oh yes. I know Camilla's trying to kill me. Very sad. <laughs> <Bye."> yep. <laughs> yeah. Cool. So it was, yeah. Great. Great. episode. I love this episode. So yeah, it, it's the, these three episodes, mud, you're the boss pound of flesh and still kicking easily could be in any order and, or and two, honestly, three, four. i i love the um i don't know if consistency or callback i don't know what you want to call it for these episodes but just you know referencing earlier parts of the series like that with Cade, right um yeah with wendy to her father you're the boss boss fight had a lot of through lines there mm-hmm. um just a lot of they, they kept some continuity up i mean showing back tuck and rachel i mean specifically yeah. tuck you didn't really have to i I enjoyed that. So yeah, I do too. Yeah, I mean, you got to put a little bit of fan service in the last <laughs> season when you know it's the last season. You got to call back characters that people love and want to see again. So yeah, I'm 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 glad they did all that. Yeah, glad to see the blue cat. Oh wait a second. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. No blue cat. No lickety splits. We did get to see Harry's funeral home though. Good old Harry. Well, it's just that. Who is up here? Is it me or you? It's me. Okay. Then are you ready? What? I'm ready for my number one. Okay. Ready, set, go. My number one episode of Ozark, not just season four, but Ozark is episode eight, The Cousin of Death. I want to get down on my knees and proclaim my undying love for this episode. It, it is easily my favorite ozark episode uh they they picked the the most universally beloved character on the show ruth and chose to zoom way in on her uh the 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 soundtrack uh, of the episode 
with uh, NOS and, and all the history that that brings in. If, if, if you know anything about NOS, R Ruth is really reflecting a lot of what he always talked about. Uh, it, it's impressive. You know, if we, we've got these dream sequences that Ruth has where she, she imagines the kill before she does them, uh, which would have made me really scared for Wendy and Marty if we didn't already know they were <laughs> going to be in that car later. Uh, but I love the killer Mike scene. The killer Mike scene is great. Uh, and, and the idea that this is a poor tender, the cousin of death, is kind of foreshadowing of, for, of, of Ruth. You know, she talked about how she doesn't really sleep because that's the cousin of death. Uh, and then in the very next episode, actually, we see her, they actively show her sleeping uh, and she does indeed die by the end of the episode. So uh, the, the, I, I can't say enough good things. I will run out of time. So I'll stop. We're 139. Yeah, I know I came up short, but if I started anything else, I would have been going on for minutes. Okay. Well, that hit me, Mr. Sal, but again, figuratively, not literally. Yeah. Um, yeah. Again, we've established I can't actually literally hit you right now. Yeah. So, okay. So, you could sneak attack uh, me. There you go. That would be something. All right, ready? <laughs> yeah. Set. Go. My also favorite episode of this season by seemingly a country mile, the cousin of death. The episode has started all off for this half season. I mean, it is a, it's a really great episode. Yeah, they, they pick Ruth. It's the best, best Ruth episode easily. Uh, Ruth's already an amazing character. Did great things in this episode. I guess I'll highlight um, some different aspects. I love the music elements of it. I didn't really notice them as much until Mr. Sal pointed them out to me, uh, but it's really impressive. Uh, throughout the episode, it, it would have seemed to me any at any point of this episode, I would have thought, Ruth won't kill Javi. It's not going to happen, like at least not now. Uh, and she even backs down from it. Uh, notably, her call with three, she, um, you know, three's telling her, don't do this, don't go through with this leave it uh which is typical three fashion always about someone else's character never his own because we know nothing <laughs> about three uh we see the bobcats too it's a bit of another callback as always uh russ and boyd mm -hmm. so i thoroughly enjoyed that but i yeah would not have expected them to do what they did here i greatly appreciate it it went spectacularly she did kill javi uh that was great and it's a unique Ozark episode because we talked about it when we first covered it. It wasn't, you know, pop around to all these different scenes. It was, you know, slowly just following Ruth for the most part as she's going through, trying to go through with this plan of hers. And I guess once again, poor Claire gets pulled deeper and deeper into the uh, bird enterprise. So that's all. All in my time there. 144. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I, I didn't even mention the best part of the episode, which is Javi went. No more Arguably, Javi after this. Arguably best episode of Ozark. Javi's the star-ish. Uh, he's like, the, the, you know, the, he's the, the finale. The direct, he's the direct object. <laughs> he's not the subject. <laughs> he's something Wait, in use there. That term right? I don't know. Yeah, so. I, I, I used it right. I used it right. Congratulations. So. Thanks. <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah. I, and I'll have more to say about the cousin of death in my essay. I'm, I'm, uh, I love this episode so much. I, I like, I never thought we'd get an episode like this out of Ozark. This, this patient, like really focused thematic. Oh, it's so good. The 
you know, it, I, I think it's seldom I see a season of like any TV show. I see the first episode. I go, that's the best episode of the season. And that's like, <laughs> and the season turns out good. Like, yeah. this, is still, this is a good season of those. It's a really good season. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if we really lump season four, one and four, two together. If you do, mm-hmm. I still think it's the best season of Ozark. Uh, yeah, I, I, I do too. Separated, I'm not sure. I have to think on that. Oh, this uh, four four two is definitely my favorite season of Ozark. And the, if, I, the, if you make if you make me lump it together with four one, then four is still my favorite season yeah, of Ozark. I agree. So. The the only the only basically it's the blame game because if I blame if I blame the car accident on four one. Mm-hmm. Then four two is definitely my favorite easily. Yeah. <laughs> if I don't, if I blame it on four two, <laughs> yeah, then I don't know. Then I gotta I gotta figure that out. I'm not sure. I you know, I blame it on four one. I think the putting the car scene in the final episode is fine. It's totally yeah, totally fine. fine. Yeah, it's it's the fact that we already saw it in episode one that's the problem. So mm-hmm. yeah. And that is, that's my lowest rated Ozark episode ever. Well, tied for it. So it's, it's, I've only given two episodes an eight. And honestly, and I, they, they yeah. could have had the car accident. Just don't show us who's in the car. Right. <laughs> that also would have worked. Like, yeah, I guess. I guess so. Yeah. To some degree. I mean, I, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think I would have liked that either. So I would have liked that more than this. At least that yeah, I would have like, oh, well, maybe Wendy won't be in the car. Maybe Marty, who won't be in the car? I don't know. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Maybe, well, anyway. maybe Nelson's driving their car <laughs> for killing Could them. Be. Could be. Could be. Well, we have some more work to do here on this recap episode, though, Kurt. We have to talk about our favorite and least favorite titles. Let's let's do that, shall we? Oh, okay. Yeah, let's let's start with our least favorite title. Because I'd, I'd like to save the best for last. Okay. All right. So I, I think it's still your turn. So you can uh, you can do yours first. I'm going to take a guess at yours, though. By all means. I am going to guess that your least favorite title is Pick a God and Pray. Because when we talked about that, uh, you thought, oh, yeah, it's, there are religious themes here. But like it, it's, it's, only, it's really only just the one religious theme reference here so uh, so i think that's your least favorite title hmm that is a good guess that was on the short list but it is oh, not the okay. one oh i uh i landed on i what this is <laughs> i mean i think i know what yours is i feel like what, what could you possibly pick kurt there was no other choice i picked a hard way to go oh really yes i oh man i don't know i i feel like i gotta disagree with you on that hmm but go ahead and explain yourself. I don't get it. <laughs> That's the end? Yeah. Okay. So, so, so me. All right. First of all, I think that we've been thinking about Ozark wrong. And I'm going to talk about this more in my, in my essay. But uh, I, I think we, and this is part of the reason why I think you're disappointed in this being the series finale rather than a season finale. Because we've been thinking about Ozark as the story of the birds. And if you think about it as the story of Ruth and think about that title as Ruth, not birds, like, then it makes a lot of sense. And that's the song Russ was singing in her dream sequence, A Hard Way to Go. Hmm. So, so I love that title, actually. So hmm. certainly, certainly a lot better than All In, for example. All In's a good title, though, Michelle. So. 
yeah for for half the episodes of ozark uh, it doesn't yeah. matter a good title is a good title mr sal <laughs> you could even put this one as all in <laughs> yeah i know i know you could oh man we're all in oh man well do i maybe I try, well now you've yeah, i feel peer pressured i will leave it as i'll remind me we'll come back at the end and i'll see if i want to change my worst title all right else. do you want to take a guess at my worst title pick a god and pray any explanation there or are you just gonna go with it uh i think similar to i i was not so high on the title but there are religious tones just there are probably better titles than that one okay uh i actually did not pick that okay wait so. can i have a second guess then no i didn't get a second guess yeah but okay well it doesn't just uh, for funsies <laughs> Well, let me take a second guess, and then you. Can well, I don't a have a second guess. guess. Like, no. I, like, I like, what do you mean? Like, this is what I picked. I already showed you. Right. So, so let me take a second guess at that. Okay. For funsies, though, this is it's like an official second guess. <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah, right. So, so yeah. I'm gonna go with a hard way to go for your for you your favorite title. Hey. All right. <laughs> I hope that was fun. <laughs> it was super fun. Okay. So you, do you want to take a second guess at mine? Yes. All right. Man, I don't know which one. Um, well, while, while you're thinking of it, let me explain why Pick a God and Pray is not my least favorite. Okay. Uh, it, and it's it's because the that became the theme of the entire rest of the season was this religious uh, drive toward peace, toward finding peace. But it wasn't, it, even though in this episode it was, shown from you know the catholic priest perspective uh it you, you didn't end up exactly there you know a lot of people sought peace in their own way uh and in fact wendy's pick a god and pray was you know i should just get what i want when i want it and that's the way it's going to go for me so uh, i i i i ended up really liking that title okay Oh right, my so goodness. do you have a second I, guess? No, I mean I think so. I think it's either between trouble the water or pound of flesh and still kicking. Okay. No, uh, no, it's neither of those. Was it mud? <laughs> it's mud, yeah. <laughs> like I, I don't I don't know. Mud is just Nelson ends up in the mud and I don't know, things are not as clear as they ought to be. I I, I guess that is true, actually. Yeah. That is <laughs> yeah. A, you know, that is true. That's a pretty bad title. Yeah. I mean, you know, and I I feel like if you're going to have an episode be one word, an episode title be one word, it should be more than one syllable. <laughs> more than one syllable. Muddy. <laughs> yeah, muddy. Okay, there we go. <laughs> now we're talking. Or you know what? Muddy the waters. That would have been. <laughs> or baptized in muddy water. Ooh, that would have been good. But no, I, I think I think mud is not a very good title. Okay, so. Sure. All right, let's why talk did, about. Why our... did I not think of mud? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. So, all right, what is? Uh, you want to take a guess at my favorite title of the season? Uh, yeah, yeah, I can give it a guess. I can give it a go. Okay. I really okay. don't know. You, uh, the cousin of death. Yeah, that's easy. Yes, cousin <laughs> of death. Oh my god. Oh, the, the title is like a character in this episode. It's it's so great. It's, it's I didn't know what it meant until. The very until the end of the episode when you hear that lyric hear line, i never yeah. sleep because sleep is the cousin of death and she had just said to killer mike before she killed javi i don't really sleep 
And he said, you know, why, why not? She goes, you know why? And he does know why, because he knows the lyrics to that song, because sleep is the cousin of death. And it's a portender of Ruth's death. Oh, my God, it's so good. Okay. Uh, I, I am going to hope, I'm going to make a hopeful guess here that you picked the same thing for your favorite title. <laughs> nice try, Mr. Sal. You think I would do that? I, I, I really hope so, because you're wrong otherwise. I did do the cousin. <laughs> okay. Although yes. I really want to put you're the boss. Though. I know you're the boss. Is, is, that was my second really good. Yeah. I feel like you're the boss, but no, I mean, uh, a lot of good titles, a lot, a lot of good. Titles yeah. This here. is, a, this is, these are great titles, especially considering this is Ozark we're watching here. Oh yeah. Yeah. I forgot. This is the series that had stag as a title. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. Yes. Yes. Or my dripping sleep. But, but we got to give a prop for props are due. They did have All In as a title. <laughs> it's a pretty yes. good title. I suppose they did. So, so, yeah, all right. Props, props are due. Okay. Well, then let's... Uh, th- anything else you want to say about the titles here? Uh, no, I have nothing. Okay. I have nothing else I wish to comment on. All right. Well, then let's move on to the deaths in this season, in this half season, I suppose. So the people, the character, named characters who died in this half season, as far as I remember, maybe if you remember any other ones, let me know. But we've got Javi, we've got Arturo, we've got Nelson, Omar Navarro, Ruth, and Mel. Did I forget anyone? No. Okay. Well, then let's start, I think, with our most shocking death. I I, I have to go on and say, Mr. Sal, it was very hard for me to pick people for these categories. I know. So, so I'm sure I want that just to be noted for the record. This was a very, <laughs> yep. a lot of these were very hard for me. Well, uh, there, there's like one category that is not hard at all for me. Yes, I'm <laughs> sure. I'm sure that's what it was. Actually, no, I take that back. <laughs> there, most Whoa. of these categories were not hard for me. So really? I'm, I'm, oh, yeah, I'm, okay. I'm interested. I'm interested to see, to, to see why you were so conflicted about some stuff here. No. Ah, well. All right. Well, most shocking death. Do you want to take a guess at mine? Sure. Uh, I suppose so. Um, Shocking. Who died shockingly? Like, Omar wasn't really... Arturo was definitely not shocking. Ruth's not a shocking death. So Mel, Nelson, Javi. Is Nelson a shocking death to you? Javi, was he shocked? It was Mel. Um, I think, man, it's a hard one. I think Nelson, just because he... No, no way, I take that back. I take that back. Uh, you put uh, Mel. Okay, you think I said Mel was the most shocking death. You're wrong. It was Nelson. Ah, yeah, and I'll tell you. I'll tell you why I think Nelson was the most shocking can, death. Can I guess why you thought that? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Is it because the first shot didn't kill him? That's one reason. Yes. <laughs> okay. Hey, go, go first shot didn't kill him. I was like, oh, Rachel's dead. Like, yeah, I, that's what I thought. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> yep. And the second reason is because it was Rachel who killed him. Because it's like I'm, I. I never would have expected Rachel to even be back in this season, no less kill Nelson. Like that that's completely it was nowhere on my radar. Thank you, Rachel. All. So yeah. Uh, you didn't need it, but yes. <laughs> Thank you, Rachel. Uh all right. So I'm gonna take a guess at yours. I think that you think Javi was the most shocking because they had you were convinced that because they had shown you Ruth not killing him or imagining killing him, but not actually doing it. That she wasn't actually going to do it. 
I mean, yeah, I constantly talked about how that. So <laughs> I put it as a tie line. You could have to correct me. I did Mel slash Javi. Okay. Even though we technically never see Mel die. So I think, nah, I think well, let me tell you, if, if someday it comes out that Mel <laughs> didn't get shot there, I, I'm going to call BS on that. Doesn't <laughs> matter what you think, Mr. Cell, it is what it is. <laughs> you don't you don't run the Ozark universe. No, you're right. I don't. So, <laughs> all right. Well, yeah. So, some of the pipe dreams. I hope Mel lives. Okay. Yeah. I guess you can all think right. of the, the, the last title, A Hard Way to Go. Maybe it's all Mel centric. Yeah, maybe the whole thing is all Mel. Maybe this is the series was actually about Mel Statum. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, let me take a guess at your what you think is the saddest death here. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Not Javi. Not oh, maybe Arturo. Maybe it's Arturo, you think. Hmm. Oh, why would you think Arturo? Nelson? No, it's not Nelson. Omar Navarro's was, I mean, that was your character, and that actually was legitimately sad, actually. So, <laughs> but R- Ruth also extremely sad. Mel, you loved Mel. Oh, uh, I, I'll, I'll say you went with Ruth. Ruth, Ruth's the right answer. Yeah. Okay. I also think you went with Ruth for this. Yeah, why, why <laughs> I, wouldn't you? I definitely did. Although I, I, could, I feel like there's an argument that could be made for, uh, you know, I think, Arturo, Mel, I think Ar- Arturo could be made for Marty in the sense. Yeah, that that's what I mean. Like, yeah, like it, it's, it's really like that had a big impact on Marty. So that then that that argument could be made there, and I think an argument could be made for Omar Navarro. I think it's like because his his hope is built up so much in that scene. I know it's like, oh man, he thinks he's getting away, and, and like they get, he, the guy gives him a gun and so forth. And it's like, I don't know, I don't know. That like, the car, argument could be made, but ultimately, no, it's 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 Ruth. So, all right, do you want to take a guess at the character I'll miss the least? Uh. Hmm. thing is like well i mean I, it, 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 the series it, is over so <laughs> uh like did you see Arturo? the thing is you always hated javi I, i'll say javi yeah i was so happy to see him go <laughs> <laughs> i miss arturo more than i missed javi <laughs> yeah no it's, a, it's a, yeah the javi javi almost ruined the first half of the season for me almost but he didn't no he didn't but he almost did. It, uh, and so. he, his character, Michelle, in hindsight, wasn't his character perfect? No. Mm-hmm. I know. I, I stand by everything I said in the okay. first half of the season okay. about Javi. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, I think you just, I mean, I, well, I think you probably gave two answers because you want to say Arturo because you're, <laughs> you didn't really mean anything to the series anyway. So, but you think. You, you you probably gave a second answer. He's because, a weak sauce. I, yeah, I did not yeah, actually yeah. Arturo. Okay. I, I think it was about saying Arturo probably is like. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So with, without, you know, discounting Arturo here, I think maybe you actually, you might have said Javi too, actually. Hmm. I don't think there's any way you said Omar, Ruth, or Mel. So it's either Javi or Nelson. So uh, I'll say, no, I'll say you said, you said Nelson. Wise man, Mr. Sal, I would never pick coffee. It's my least. <laughs> on this least. It was Nelson. Ah, uh, uh, that was very, very sad death to me. 
Very shocking death to me. <laughs> it was a shocking death, yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, well, then let's let's take a guess at the, the character you'll miss the least or the most. I mean, yeah. Uh, I, I'm assuming it's Ruth because we've spent four seasons with her, and I don't think we've spent four seasons with any of these other characters. So I'll say it's Ruth for you. In a way, we spent four seasons with Navarro. I mean, no, not, not. Like, not not like directly, but like you know, <laughs> I mean, his cartel. So, well, but yeah, no, I I I, I said Ruth. I was torn between saying Mel because Mel, Mel's stock really skyrocketed for me there. I mean, <laughs> especially he's in the last scene, like, oh, and he was right. And he came back. He came back. I thought he wasn't going to come back after all that. Like, he came back. We thought he'd do- come back and then he didn't come back to, you know, mud like the next episode or oh, yeah. all the finality. He's not back. But in the last 30 minutes, he's back, boys. And he's got it. He sold it. He's done it. He knew the goat urn. He knew he, it. He came back just to monologue. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I don't care. It was he knew he was right. Mel. Oh, that's so good. Oh, anyway, so but right. no, Ruth, Ruth Ruth is um yeah, Ruth, Ruth who I say in that case. And that's who you said. You said Ruth. I mean naturally, I said Ruth. I mean Ruth. Ruth, if she isn't my favorite character in the series, she's my my second favorite character. It's either Wendy or Ruth. So I and Ruth is certainly the more likable of the two. So I, I cannot imagine this show without her. And her death to me makes this a series finale. I, they, they can try to bring it back in ten years, like we've talked about, and they definitely have left space to do that. But it will not be the same without Ruth. So it it, it just it could never be. So. Yeah, Ruth I is would, a vital I, character. Yep, I I would definitely miss her. But they have three, so it's fine. They still got a Langmore. The, 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 last the Langmore, Langmore. The Langmore. That's what they bring back the series as Mr. Sal, the last Langmore. There we go. The the Langmore with the cleanest mouth. <laughs> have we ever heard him swear? We don't hear him very frequently, Mr. Sal. That's <laughs> true. That's true. He does like mustard in his stew, though. We know that. So he he got more screen time by the fact that he was like the last other Langmore. <laughs> I, uh, I'm pretty sure we can find a graph of like as as there's less Langmores, there's more three screen time. Yeah, probably. So anyway. All right. Well, Kurt, Ozark is done. Ozark is over. As far as we know, we'll never see it again. At least not in anything. Not in our new. lifetimes. Yeah. So so. Anything, any final words? And is it epitaph? Is that what you'd call that? Like an epilogue? Yeah, epi- but, epilogue. Any, any, last, like, any last words for from? Ozark from you before I give several last words in my <laughs> farewell Ozark essay? I remember when I first watched Ozark, I, um, I thoroughly enjoyed it uh, from the premiere. And the action-paced nature of it. Um, however, in our rewatch, I've learned. I learned I do like the the slow, at times the slowdown and the interfamily drama. I mean, specifically Marty and Wendy, and then eventually with Ruth as well. Uh, well, with Ruth, then not with Ruth, then with Ruth again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Yeah. Uh, very. I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed the series. I'm really sad to see it go. It is probably one of my um, favorite series to have watched. So, yeah, that's all I have to say. Okay. Well, then I have a lot to say. Take it away, this? Oh, yeah. Take it away. Okay. okay. Kelly Dixon, an editor on Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul, described Ozark as Breaking Bad with no patience. That description, while fair, does not do Ozark the justice it deserves. There are certainly clear parallels between the two series. Both involve a seemingly ordinary, unremarkable family getting involved in a Mexican drug cartel. Both display the moral and ethical degeneration of its main characters. I even started both series by saying, I can't believe this guy is getting mixed up with this kid. And ended both series saying, I can't believe this kid got mixed up with this guy. As for patience, I don't think anyone would argue that Breaking Bad had more patience than almost any show in recent memory. It was famous for long, drawn-out, film-crafty scenes. And one episode of Breaking Bad, you might only have 9 to 12 scenes in a 42-minute episode, even less in the case of The Fly. Whereas in one episode of Ozark, you'll commonly see over 30 scenes in the course of a one-hour-long episode. However, to reduce Ozark to simply being Breaking Bad with no patience does not accurately represent the fact that Ozark is a pretty damn fantastic series in its own right. I would go so far as to say that it is one misplaced car crash scene away from having a perfect final half season. When I look back on all of Ozark, four features stand out as really special. The setting, the tension, real danger, and the women. Setting. From the minute the birds arrive at the Lake of the Ozarks at the end of episode one, the setting imposes itself on the series in a manner that demands attention. The cliffs, the trees, the boats, the water, the businesses, the locals. Perhaps more than any other series I can remember, the setting of this series is as much a character as the main characters are. In my mind, the credits should always roll in this order. Laura Linney, Jason Bateman, Julia Garner, The Lake of the Ozarks. That's how important the setting is to this series. Tension. Ozark was so good at keeping the viewer in a perpetually tense state. That was the utility of its lack of patience. You could never get too comfortable in a scene because it was about to change. As much as I complained about summarizing 30-plus scenes in a single episode, that very feature kept me on the edge of my seat throughout the entire series. Real danger. To me, The Sopranos kind of broke the mold on doing away with plot armor. Since then, series have been more and more willing to kill off major characters at any point in the season. We've been ruined by shows like The Sopranos and Game of Thrones, ruined in a good way. Because when a series demonstrates early that no one is truly safe, then anything can happen at any point. And while all four birds survived this series, I never really felt confident that they would, car crash notwithstanding. For reference, here's a list of named characters who died in the series. Season one, very first episode, Bruce. Now that may not sound like much because Bruce was such a minor character in the grand scheme of things. But in that first episode, he was a very big character. Later in season one, 
Bobby Dean, Eugenia, Grace, Russ, Boyd, Garcia, Dell. Season two, Ash, Buddy, Mason, Jacob, Petty, Cade. Season three, Anita, Tommy, Sue. Oh, Sue. I miss you, Sue. Ben, Helen. Season four, this is a really long list. Sheriff Nix, Frank Sr., Darlene, Wyatt, Javi, Arturo, Nelson, Omar, Mel, and Ruth, the women. I always say that this was Marty's series in season one, and he and Wendy shared top billing in season two. But after No Way Out in season two, this became Wendy's series. People may not have always liked Wendy, but if they kept watching and liking Ozark all the way through, then they must at least subconsciously find Wendy interesting and compelling, if not completely sympathetic and protagonistic. But let's not forget about the other women who make up the tapestry of this show. Julia Garner has won two Emmys and may very well win a third for this season for playing Ruth. Even if you don't like the series finale as a series finale, think of it this way. It was a finale for the story of Ruth. You could look at the series as telling Ruth's story from a major life-changing event, meeting Marty, to her death. And in that way, the series finale feels a lot more final and legitimate. Then there was Darlene, Charlotte, Rachel, Helen, Maya, and Camilla. These women, along with Wendy and Ruth, were not defined relative to a man. They were their own characters, growing, succeeding, failing, and driving plot on a tense, fast-paced, highly successful series that easily could have leaned in on masculinity like nearly all other series of its ilk that preceded it, including Breaking Bad. One of the few criticisms that I have of Ozark is that it sometimes lacked a cohesive theme. Even within an individual episode, it was usually hard to pin down a main idea or connective tissue between characters. So many of the shows that we've covered on Showhoppers are about something. Russian Doll and Centaur World are about mental health and dealing with trauma. Dexter New Blood is about the complicated relationships between parents and children, as well as the dual nature of humankind. The Leftovers is about human relationships and how people cope with profound loss. Lost is about science versus faith and coincidence versus destiny. Ozark is about plot, drug cartels, money laundering, avoiding getting caught, or at least that's the way I always felt about it until this last half season. The second half of season four started with my favorite episode of Ozark, period. The Cousin of Death had focus, it had patience, it had themes, despair, revenge, inner conflict, human duality. It showcased one character, probably the show's most universally loved character, and gave us an opportunity to really dive into what was driving her and how she felt every step of the way. It had a cohesive soundtrack that made the story orders of magnitude richer. The Cousin of Death led right into the theme of the rest of the series. How does one find peace? Is it in revenge, like Ruth hopes? Is it in getting what you want, like Wendy assumes? Is it in a higher power, like Father Benitez asserts, and Mel seems to believe? We spent the rest of the series watching as these amazing characters showed contrition 
like Wendy crying on apolo- crying apologetically on her knees to her father, made confession, like Marty pouring his heart out to Charlotte in a scene that easily could have taken place in a Catholic confessional, received absolution, like Ruth having her record expunged, and did penance, like Omar waiting impatiently in a prison hospital to recover and be freed. Contrition, confession, absolution, and penance. And in the end, the birds rejected the peace that might have come along with that path laid out by Father Benitez, instead choosing Wendy's more Machiavellian pursuit of the things she wants. Will that bring them peace? It seems unlikely. These last seven episodes were one car crash away from being perfect. If only that opening scene of episode one did not exist. I can't even imagine the tension that would have been built up along the way to the end. We would have been asking, is Ruth going to kill Marty and Wendy? Will Nathan really take the kids? But instead, those questions and more were quickly answered with, nope, they're all in the car together eventually. The actual car crash in the moment that it happened is fine. But if only we hadn't seen it 13 episodes prior. But we did, and it sullied an otherwise perfect final seven episodes. And yes, I even think the ending was perfect. Sure, everyone's favorite character died. Sure, Mel got caught monologuing alone. Sure, it seems like the writers left a huge opening for a 10 years from now sequel series a la Dexter. But they also told the story of Ozark. They started with the birds arriving in the Ozarks, and they ended with the birds presumably about to leave the Ozarks. They started with Ruth leading a life of petty crime, meeting Marty, and eventually turning her life around until it tragically ended. So I believe this finale is a perfectly satisfying finale. This story, the story of Ruth and the story of the birds in the Ozarks is complete. And while I'm sad to see the series end, I'm grateful for an outstanding four seasons and for the opportunity to discuss them on Showhoppers. I leave you listeners with one final quote from Ozark. It's actually one of the first things we ever heard Marty say. And when I think about it now and the full context of the series, having seen and heard the various struggles to find peace and happiness, I get chills. Marty said, money is not peace of mind. Money's not happiness. Money is, at its essence, that measure of a man's choices.